Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orrin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Welcome to episode 52. Wow. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I think so. Welcome to episode 52 of From the Den Podcast. We are so glad to be back here after a few weeks gone. Great week of NFL football, as always. We are recording this on Tuesday night. As we didn't always. do any picks for this, as always. You know, it's always some crazy stuff going on. But um, we didn't do any picks for this week, but let's just get into it. Colton yeah. Broncos, possibly the worst Thursday night football game ever. It was really, really, really oh, oh. boring. Sorry, you keep going, keep going. Yeah, no, you can go. Um, I beat you, fantasy football. Okay, but I almost beat you, and it was crazy. It was yeah. almost ridiculous. It was intense, I, but I, I always knew I was going to win. I needed win. Six, 66 from Travis Kelsey and Josh Jacobs, and I lost by eight. So, you know, not not too bad. But It's okay. Right. We pull through. Colton Broncos. Oh, wait, episode 53. Of 53. 53. Mm-hmm. All right. Colton Broncos. This is a game of two teams Benjamin liked before the season, and they both <laughs> Don't worry, good I don't good, forget. I don't good take, forget. Good take. I actually did like the Colts. I like both of them. You're correct. You're correct on that. They're mm-hmm. trash. Good thing we never did that episode about record predictions because now you can never really hold me to it. <laughs> oh, I, um, would, I would love to go they're back. They're trash, though. Okay. They're really, really bad. Giants, Packers. Oh, I hate this because our... But, the- okay, wait. For the record, I think I had the Broncos there in the division. So don't... don't um... Fine. Yeah, Giants, yeah. Packers, go. Okay. First off, above all, I think this game showed that losing Adams is a big deal for Rodgers. Rodgers has taken a step back, and this defense has taken a step back. You have players like Devondre Campbell, a lot of these star players like Eric Stokes, Rasul Douglas, who just aren't playing at the same caliber that they were last year. And this defense just looks like it's regressed. Offensively, they really have no weapons for Rodgers, and it's evident. Rodgers seems upset. The team seems like it's a, like on the verge of collapsing. And if they have another loss like this next week, then I think there could be a lot of turmoil in Green Bay. On the side of the Giants, I can't tell if the Giants are a good team. Like, are they're not? Gi- they're not. They're not. I'm, no, no, they're not a good team. They're just like the Bears two years ago. We've already okay. talked about this. I, I can tell you right now, they're not a good team. I'm not, I'm not letting myself get disillusioned. The Bears went 5-1 and one a few years ago, and they pulled off one good win during that time. They beat the Packers. Um, they do have an easy upcoming schedule. I'll give them that. But Giants are going to lose to the Ravens next week. Um, wow, they have such an easy schedule. They have such an easy schedule, but I think they just lose to all of their division. I think they lose to the Cowboys. I think they lose to the Eagles twice. So then that's... Okay, let's say they only lose to the Ravens. And... Okay, wait. Ravens is one. Cowboys, Eagles, Eagles, Vikings. Sure, Vikings. That's still eleven and six. No, t- uh, yeah, eleven and six. So, like, very interesting. But I still think they lose more games. I still think they're bad. I'm holding on to that. Yeah, I think that this team is just going to get blown out one of these weeks, and it's going to be evident. But if the if the Giants beat the Ravens this week, then we actually have to have start having a real conversation. Yeah, but it won't happen. I, I'm taking... I wonder what the odds are going to be in that game because if it's... Uh, you know what? Let's look at it right now. 
Ravens, Giants, spread. Whoa. Give me the Ravens minus five. All day. All day, Ravens minus five. Okay. I'm slamming that bet. Okay. 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 Let's reload. Lions, Patriots. Yes. Lions are a team that everyone kind of thinks is sneaky good. I've said this, and they're fully one in four. The <laughs> Patriots, do you think anything is being said about this win? No. The Patriots are a legit team. So pa- it just says. The Patriots are the Patriots. They take it. The Patriots are just a well coached team because Bill Belichick is just a genuinely good coach. And what ends mm-hmm. up happening is the Patriots are able to scheme against teams like the Lions because they're just not good. And the, especially the Lions against a good defensive scheme can't do anything. Mm hmm. So that's just what happens. But the Patriots don't strike me as a threat because they're just not a very good football team. And they genuinely have one of the worst rosters in the NFL. When I look at their team, I don't see anyone particularly really good on their team. Like Mac Jones might be skill-wise their best player. Or one of them. One of their top players. Maybe an offensive lineman. I Maybe like a... I just think that they're really lacking in talent. I just don't see them contending. You're right. They don't. They have Ramondre Stevenson, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, Chargers Browns. I really like the Chargers, but the fact that they're three and two, and they were almost two and three against a Browns team without Deshaun Watson, says a lot about this team. I yeah, it's sad. It's sad that the Chargers doesn't don't look like they've really progressed from what they were last year or two years ago. They're They're still. Sticking in games with bad teams, playing underperforming to their talent level. If such a talented roster, they should be so good. But I don't know what's going on. All right. What do you think about Jacoby Brissett as a quarterback? I think he's a, a very above average backup, and I think he's a very solid game manager. But he's nothing more than that. And you, uh, as an above average NFL team, you have no excuse for losing to any Jacoby Brissett team. Okay, true. Texans, Jaguars. What did it say about the Jaguars losing 13 to 6 to Texans? People thought thought they were legit, and now they're 2 and 3. I think the Jaguars are a very sporadic team that some games they can be hot and some games they can be cold, and their extremes are greater than a lot of other teams. You look at the tech at the Jaguars, they had quality wins. They competed really well against the Eagles. They destroyed the Chargers, destroyed the Colts. And week one, they lost to the Commanders. But some of these wins are solid wins. You beat the Colts by 24. You beat the Chargers by 28. And you barely lost. Playing with a hurt Justin Herbert, to be fair. Fine. But still, my point is that this team can play really well up to their competition. And they can also play really poorly against a really, really bad team of the Texans. And you know what? I need to give some respect to the Texans. Because I feel like at most games this year they've really held, they've really competed. I, yeah. Come on, are you are you actually saying that they're one they're three whole, and one? They're a horrible team, but they have competed. I think they're the worst roster in the NFL. They have the least talent in the NFL, and they have competed in every single game they have played against. Okay, team. It's true they have competed, but they just lose. Fine, but let's I, move on. Let's move on. Let's let's find some spicy discussion topics here. I want to get in some real debates instead of just let's see. Let's Buc- see. Buccaneers, Falcons. What's going on with the Buccaneers? Yes, they beat the Falcons. They but... just don't look good. I mean, they don't. They're boring. They're just a lot of boring good teams this year. Um, I don't know. If we're talking about the playoffs, like 
it's a bit far down the road, but do you think this Buccaneers team can actually make it to the playoffs right now? Yeah, they can make. I mean, it not make. Sorry, I didn't mean make the playoffs. I mean, do they have a shot at the Super Bowl? You always have a shot with Tom Brady, but quite honestly, this team just seems off. It seems different. no one in the NFC really looks like contenders except the Eagles, and they don't even look elite. They look very beatable, but I mean, yeah. they just haven't lost yet. So it's like the NFC is wide open. I really don't know who's gonna be the final competitors here. Yeah, um, it, it's crazy. Everyone's it's- talking about everyone's talking about like the roughing the passer call, but the Buccaneers are not going to lose this game. Let's make that clear. No, the Buccaneers are not going to lose this game. And most importantly, I think you have to look at this Buccaneers team. And when you watch them, they're just less exciting. I had Tom Brady in fantasy two years ago, and that was an exciting football team. <laughs> yeah. It just was. Yeah, it's, it's gone. Big plays. You had Godwin and Evans, and it was good defense. And this year, it just feels like something's off and something's different. And maybe it's because Arians is gone. But this team just doesn't look the same. It looks like a undisciplined team. It doesn't look feel like it doesn't have the same excitement around it, which is a big deal. You know what, Orin? You want to talk about teams competing? The Falcons. This losing by six was the most they've lost by the entire year. Every game they've played has been a one possession game. Yeah, that's a team that competes. That is a team that competes. Looking at their schedule, they're going to lose to the Niners. They're going to lose to the Bengals coming up. They're going to lose a lot of the upcoming games, but. I don't know. What do you think about Kyle Pitts? I know he was injured for this game, but do you think he could turn it on the rest of the season or what's I up th- with him? I think it can, but I think he has so much talent that I don't know how much it really is him. And I think it's a lot more scheme. I know. I think it was dumb that everyone. I think people overrate the value of a second year player when you can't provide clear evidence of why they're going to improve. Like, of course, he might be better skill wise a little bit, but they just got Mark. They went from Matt Ryan to Marcus Ariota, which is at best neutral like this team isn't good and they don't have enough to support Kyle Pitts right now is my yeah. thought all right Bills Steelers not really much to talk about Steelers are not a great team Bills are really good that's it true but Kenny Pickett threw for 327 yards that's very respectable I know they're getting blown out and you're throwing the whole game but when you're a bad quarterback or supposedly a bad quarterback playing a hard defense you don't just throw for 330 yards like that so I what do you, what's actually, your take on that? I actually very, very much disagree. I think that when you're – doesn't matter if you're playing the best defense in the NFL, they just don't care. When you're winning – Okay, but I think that we've seen other instances of quarterbacks playing hard def- – of rookie quarterbacks playing hard teams, and they throw go out and throw four or five interceptions, and they just run the ball, or they don't get yards. I sure, Kenny Pickett didn't have a good game by any stance, but we've seen may, what, much worse performances than 327 yards and one interception. Yeah, you've seen worse performances. I don't think that's common. I disagree. I think when you're it's common when you're down thirty-one to three at halftime, that the Bills don't care. The game is over. You're playing a rookie quarterback in a team that's just so much worse than you. Kenny Pickett came out through fifty-two times for three hundred twenty-seven yards. I think yards are a very deceiving stat, especially when you're getting killed by that much. I just look at this game and I say, like, this is just a. A game, I think any starting NFL quarterback could have put up the same stats he put up. That's all I'm going to say. I want to. I see don't know. It. I think you're overrating this trash time thing. It just doesn't happen. You when you when rookie quarterbacks come out, we're talking about teams playing the Patriots. Like when Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts, he didn't just get a bunch of yard tack on a bunch of yards at the end of the game. You know, I think there are plenty of instances where quarterback where rookie quarterbacks just have a bad game, and Kenny Pickett threw for yards. You know, yeah, I'm not saying I, don't I think, think that should say something. I'm not saying he had a bad game. I'm just trying to say that 
what he did was not in any way impressive. It was like didn't it didn't show anything to me about him as a quarterback. Okay. All, okay. All it showed to me is that he was put in a situation by offensive weapons and coaching and defense that he just needed to play like in trash time football. Okay. All right. Dolphins Jets. Feel bad for the Dolphins, man. I mean, they're three and zero with Tua, and then obviously when you get in a terrible quarterback situation, this type of stuff is going to happen. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, it's should still be inexcusable. Like if you're that good of a team, then you should not be losing by 23 to the Jets. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that it's not all on Tua there. Like that should say something about the Dolphins team that they completely imploded that way. And also, Tua is not Patrick Mahomes. The Dolphins should be able to succeed without him. Exactly. And to be fair, it wasn't Teddy Bridgewater either. It was Skylar Thompson at yeah. the helm. None, none, nonetheless, no Jets team. The fact that they put up 40 points has nothing to do with Tua being out. 40 points is a – that just shows that you played bad defense. The Dolphins had bad defensive performance. Yep, exactly. And what do you think about the Jets here? Does it say anything about the Jets? I don't see the Jets as a real threat, but I think – I think they're exciting. I'll give them that. Yeah, I think they're exciting. They're exciting team. I actually see a good amount of, I think that they have solid potential. Your players like Zach Wilson, Garrett Will Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall. You have solid young players that can end up developing an offense. And as long as your defense comes around as well, which they've had some solid defensive performances. You have players like Sauce Gardner, really good defensive players. If they come around and they succeed, then this team could be looking pretty good in some upcoming years. Yeah, I think it's a good foundation. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see next game. Titans. What do we got? Titans. What an irrelevant game. What an irrelevant game. I don't really want to talk about this game. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty irrelevant. Um, the okay, Titans, that's it. The Titans are three and two, but don't let that say anything. The Commanders are not a really good football team. I mean, the Titans could win the division as much as I hated on them. Like, it looks like they're probably just going to win the division. Derek, Derek Henry is just fine. I was saying he was bad a few podcasts ago. Not bad, but like I thought he would struggle more. But no, he just does that. He's he's doing he's doing just fine right now. All and right. the commanders just kind of make me sad. So we're going to move on. All right. Saints Seahawks. The Saints won this game and they deserve respect. But at the same time, the more respect goes to the Seahawks in this game. You have Geno Smith as your starting quarterback. No one expected this team to be able to produce whatsoever. They're two and three, and I think they have outperformed. I think they might be one of the teams that has outperformed their expectations most because I look at this team and I say this team could end up winning seven to eight games just based on their performances. And well, let's look at the, let's look at their schedule before we say that. So right now they're two and three, going to lose to the Cardinals, two and four, two and five. Let's say they beat the Giants. So three. They 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 have a very they have a difficult schedule coming up, but I'm saying I could see them as a team. They are not. <laughs> they're getting five wins. Okay. Either way, I think a lot of people had them winning like one or two games. Yeah, that's true. I thought they were gonna be bad. Well, it's still the same difference, to be honest. Like, yes, Gino's putting up good numbers, but it doesn't, I don't think it really matters very much. I mean, it doesn't, but it just goes to show that this team is it's all a morale thing. You know, when you lose, when you win one or two games, it sucks. Your team is depleted. No one wants to go there. When you're a rebuilding team, if you're able to win four games, yes, you get a worse draft pick. But at the same time, people want to go there because you have a good coaching staff and a good foundation. 
And that's the difference. And the Saints, I just look at this team and I say, like, this team probably won't make the playoffs. If they do, they won't do anything. They're just, like, not a great team. Want to hear a name you probably forgot about? I'm just going to drop him so you won't forget about him. Sure. Malik Willis. Yeah, I did forget about Malik, Malik Willis. Pretty interesting, right? That he's on the Titans. Yeah. No one cares. Like, there's just so many young quarterbacks out here that there's only so many of them can get attention. Let's yeah. be real. It's Justin Fields, Herbert, um, Burrow, Lawrence. Like, yeah, there's just so many other guys out. I mean, okay, a lot of them get attention, but nothing about Malik Willis. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, nothing about him. All right. 49ers, Panthers. 49ers destroyed the Panthers. Panthers are not a good football team. Since um since Garoppolo's come in, 49ers have just looked like a significantly better team. Grapp- Garoppolo just does exactly what's needed. And that's all the 49ers need. They have defend, they have the best defense in the NFL statistically right now. They're always gonna have a good run game. You have Kittle and Samuel and a great offensive line. Your quarterback doesn't need to do much. All he needs to do Yeah, is- they're good, but I think I think you're overrating it a bit because the Panthers are the worst team in football. Yeah, no, I'm not saying this, I'm not saying this game is oh, it's so like this shows they're gonna be great. I'm just saying that this team is a good team that in my opinion was being taken down significantly by Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance brought this team down a crazy amount. That's why I was I just didn't think they were going to be that good of a team this year. And the second that Trey Lance went out, this offense and this team just seemed to be rejuvenated. It looks like a different team. Mm-hmm. Well okay come on you what do you what can you say off of one game of Trey Lance? No I you know it I'm, looks like a different team. Yeah one team was playing in the rain. Yeah, but and let me tell you, the first time that Jimmy Garoppolo came back, they put up 10 points. So it didn't really look like a different team. Now well, it does, but when you Jimmy, were just expecting them to be a sad team. You Jimmy, can't just act like, oh, there's some big change. When Garoppolo came in after literally like one snap, they won 27 to 7 against the Seahawks. When Garoppolo came in, what we what do you when? Week two was when Lance got hurt after like one drive. Okay, okay. But was he bad that drive? And then the next week they went and played the Broncos and put up 10 points. Sure, but that's their only bad offensive game they've had with Garoppolo so far. Fine. But I think you're just overrating Garoppolo. I'm not. I do. I think he's a average quarterback. I just think that the 49ers don't need anyone to be spectacular. I think Trey... Trey Lance is a quarterback that is kind of boomer bust, and that's the opposite of what the 49ers need. The 49ers offense just needs a stable quarterback that's just going to be there and do kind of what he needs. Fine. Uh, okay. Eagles, Cardinals. Next, 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 next. Eagles, Cardinals. Cardinals almost won. Close game. Eagles are 5-0. and They look like a good team, but they're not a scary team. I don't look at this team, and I don't say this team is the, the True. best. True. There's never, like... I don't see the Eagles playing a bad team and being like, that's a blowout. Like I could see them dropping a game against most bad teams. Yeah. I just don't think they're on the same level as the chiefs or the bills. I agree. And I I think that's, I mean, they just, they just almost, if the Cardinals hit that field goal, then that could have been a loss right there. So there's that. All right. Cowboys Rams. This game says a lot of things about the NFC. First of all, the Rams look really bad. Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. People it, no, that, you know Super Bowl hangover is normally with the team that loses, right? It's both. It doesn't matter. It's it's happened with both teams. Who it's won like, two years ago? 
who won two years ago? I am actually blanking out completely. Um, the Buccaneers, two years they were ago, fine. Yeah, they, they made the playoffs. Fine. Sure, but also I think it the rule kind of doesn't work for Tom Brady, no matter if he wins or loses. Okay, then continue. Whatever it's Super Bowl hangover. Besides Tom Brady, who once again works here. The Rams just don't look like a great football team. It's simple. Yeah, as- what what change? I don't really understand. It's kind of confounding. I think it's what- Juju. It must be Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> I'm kidding. I did not did not mean Juju at all. It must yeah. be Otto Beckham Jr. It's yeah. a little late. It's a little late for me. Yeah. It must um, be OBJ. I actually think that if you look at Rams at the Rams last year, they had a lot of games like this. A lot of games where they just didn't play great. And people forget about it because they went on a run in the playoffs. That's all that matters. But this what seed were they in the playoffs? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I know that they played the Buccaneers away. So that means that they and the I think they were the three seed. Yeah, they were the three. Um I think that this just this game goes to show that the Rams last year lost a lot of games like this. Not so many, but a solid amount of games like this were lost, and people kind of overlook it because they went on a run. Same thing, I kind of look at that with the Bengals as well. And the Cowboys come in here, they just beat them, and luck isn't on the Rams side, and this is how their season looks like it's going to go. They're a really talented team. The Rams did not lose that many games like that. I'm looking at it right now. They not, lost their worst loss was nine to twenty to the Seahawks, which is actually the same loss. But aside yeah, from that, also like they lost to the Titans. Okay, the Titans made the playoffs. Yeah, no, the Titans were a good team, but so were the Cowboys. So what do you? T- <laughs> I'm not saying the Cowboys. Yeah, are but a- the, no, the problem isn't about losing the Cowboys as much as it is as it is putting up ten points, throwing a pick six, just looking inept in general. Yeah, I think no one's talking about the loss to the Cowboys. First of all, they lost to. The no Dak Prescott Cooper Rush Cowboys, but second of all, they put up ten points. I know they have a good defense, but if you're supposed to be one of the top offenses in the league, you can't just say, "Oh, I'm playing good defense. I'm putting up ten. Like that's just not acceptable. The Rams put up sixteen against the Titans last year, and their quarterback threw two interceptions. It's they. There are a lot of similar games like this where they just underperform. And I look at this team and I say, the Rams just need to figure out a way to start winning. They just have to find a way to stop underperforming. I don't know what it is, but that's just how it is. The Cowboys don't even scare me. Cooper Rush is fine. He's like, he gets a job done, but does nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. They don't win because of Cooper Rush, but they don't win in spite of Cooper Rush. He just is there. Does nothing. I've been keeping Cooper Rush if they, if they keep winning. I don't see why not. I think you don't because we had this conversation before, but they're not going to, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. But if you're winning football games, I don't like (laughs) just keeping a guy who's winning. It's that simple. Sure. But I don't think they're winning. Like Dak Prescott is the, the Cowboys win because of Dak Prescott. The Cowboys never win because of Cooper. Yeah, of course, of course. But the Cowboys win less games with Dak Prescott. And that's the bottom line. They played That's one, the bottom line. They played one game with Prescott. And they lost. And they lost one game. And they have not lost any games with Cooper Rush. Fine, but I don't That's think all I'm saying. I don't think one game is a fair representation of a of a quarterback success, especially one that's and, been successful in past years. 
but he's lost these games, you know? The Cowboys aren't playing easy teams here either, so I don't know. Cooper Rush is doing something. He's obviously not going to get the start either, but I just feel like they're not going to be as good with Dak Prescott. Tries to do too much. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, Bengals, Ravens. I really like the Ravens. I know you really, really like the Ravens before this year. I really like the Ravens. Both thought the Bengals were not going to be good. But I will look at this game and I say these are two, especially I'll, say the, I'll talk about the Ravens. I think the Ravens are still a better team than the Bengals. But I still look at Lamar the Ravens. Lamar is on and off, man. He's Sorry, really gone. I look at the Ravens. I say this is going to be a good team, but they just aren't at the same level as the Bills and Chiefs. I don't think they can. I don't think that they have stand a really good chance to win the Super Bowl, especially. Yeah, having- they're such an odd team because I feel like they have that elite, definitely that elite level. I think to some extent, I know this wouldn't this wouldn't happen, but Ravens versus Eagles, I take the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about in the playoffs, you know, like they Ravens are definitely a more scary team, but they just seem to underperform. Yeah, they can't get to the next level where they're beating. Who did they just lose to last week? That's a great question. I feel like it was the Bills. The Bills, which yeah. it was a close game. They played them close. Also, the Bills and the Dolphins, which are respectable losses. Yeah. You know, they have a tough schedule, but I don't know. The Ravens just can't seem to get to that elite, elite level just yet. Yeah. Uh, they're just, they're missing something, like a lot of teams. I wouldn't say the Ravens are at the same level as the Rams, but there are a lot of really good, like the Buccaneers as well. There are a lot of really, really, really talented teams in the NFL that they're just missing that. The the not the fire, but I say that football a lot is a game about momentum, and I feel like these teams just don't have the momentum. They just don't like an Eagles team. They're five and zero because I feel like they have the momentum and they have things going their way, and everything is just like falling in place for them. And you have teams like the Ravens and we'll say the Rams, the Buccaneers. There are just like other teams like the Chargers that they're so talented, but things don't fall their way, and they're just. They're they're missing. Yeah, but okay, maybe they're just not as good of a team. It's not all about momentum. Sure, but these teams are really good. The teams that I just listed are incredibly talented. Yeah, teams but you're making it sound like with good coaches. It's so, it's, so I don't understand what what I'm is saying, what is not working for them. What are you saying? I'm not saying just nothing. Tell me your point. My point is that these four teams. I think the reason why they're not succeeding is because they just don't have the momentum, and they don't. They're just a lot but of why things, not. Is they just don't. They just don't have it. I, I don't know. They they started off the year thinking they were a bit too good. They I, I their coaches, I don't know. I, I wish I could tell maybe you. they're just not as good. I mean I, maybe, <laughs> I, I think I think the momentum thing is silly. I, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. Let's talk about Raiders Chiefs real quick, because this game is the craziest game that happened. Just put the Raiders on primetime every week, please. They always show up. They always Show up on primetime. It's always just something insane going on with the Raiders in primetime. Um, the refs were so bad in this game. I'm not going to say they favored one side or the other because I watched this game and I saw plenty of calls that if they were all made, bad game, refs, bad refs, game would have just been a completely different game. Uh-huh. All I'm saying is that I look at both these teams, even though one is four and one and one is one and four, and both these teams played really well. I was impressed with both of these teams. The The Raiders really found a strong run game with Josh Jacobs. 21 carries, averaging <laughs> With your NFL fantasy, fantasy running back. 
Yeah. Yeah. 7.3 yards per run. And I think that's what was able to help them almost beat the Chiefs. Because to beat the Chiefs, you need Patrick Mahomes to have the ball as little as possible. And to do that, you need to be able to successfully run the ball. They did that. The Chiefs, on the other hand. But let's talk about Devonda Adams' two long touchdowns. Okay, yeah. you can say you can say it was a run game in the ground and pound, but at the end of the day, it was two deep Devonta Adams touchdowns that put them anywhere close to the Chiefs in this game. Sure, but I don't know if those plays would have happened. It wasn't. Not. If you if you want to talk like a win where you just wear Patrick Mahomes down is not a game where fifty nine points total are scored. Yeah, I agree. I think sure you want to brag about your running back doing well, but it was Devonta Adams deep passing, and that's basically competing with Patrick Mahomes, doing the same thing as Patrick Mahomes is what kept them in this game and not the running. I disagree. And I think that what you're missing is that the running is the reason why Devontae Adams got open. Sure. But it's not like, it's not like that they're running down the clock. You're making it sound like it was a game where they scored 10 points, you know, no, no, my, 13 points my, and they ran I, down the clock and never let them have the ball. But no, Patrick Mahomes was pretty much allowed to do his thing. I mean, you saw them score like what it would, they, how many points were they down? And then they were just suddenly up like midway through the third quarter. So the it's not like the Raiders game plan was just running the clock down the whole time. They had to throw and compete with the Chiefs by making those deep throws. And yes, the running game helped, but that, no, I don't I, think that the way you're describing the game plan was really accurate. No, I think that there are multiple benefits. I'm just saying this one benefit is something that happens specifically against top tier quarterbacks. Obviously, if you need to if you want to compete, you need to score. But no, I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Someone could beat this Chiefs team by actually trying to have tough defense and then running down the clock and winning by scoring like 17 points. But that's not what happened in this game. That's my point here. That rarely happens against teams like the Chiefs. You barely contain them. I think what you have to do against the Chiefs is do exactly what the Raiders did. You run the Mm -hmm. ball, let Mahomes get the ball for as little as possible, and then use the running of the ball as an advantage in the passing game. You have to... the. Being able to run the ball is such an advantage in football for so many different reasons. I think people, well, my point is that they running the ball helped them in so many different facets of the game. Not, yeah. not only, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, not only the fact that Mahomes had less time, but the fact that when you run the ball so dominantly, you have to put your safeties and linebackers, they have to pinch and they have to push in, especially on run plays. And all that does is put Devontae Adams, debatably the best receiver in football, one-on-one with the, with a very solid quarterback as you're throwing the ball, you know, that just happens. Yeah, um, but let's not give all the credit to the Raiders here. They did lose the football game. Um, what do you think about the decision to go for it, get that two-point conversion instead of kicking the extra point? Really bad decision. I don't understand why. My problem with that decision is, let's say you get it, you still give Mahomes four minutes to get a field goal, three minutes. Doesn't make sense. If it was, if there was 10 seconds left, I get it. You're the worst team playing on the road. You need a two point conversion. You're playing against Patrick Mahomes. You don't want to give him the chance to score again. You want to win right there. But there was not 10 seconds left. There was four minutes left. And that mm-hmm. is. But I'm trying to remember after. So the Raiders don't get the two point conversion. What do the Chiefs do on the next drive? Try to run out the clock. No, I mean, what did they, what, and then did they just punt? Yeah, he missed a field goal. He missed a field goal, didn't he? He missed the field goal. No, I think he punted. Oh, he missed a field goal the other drive where they called the penalty. Yeah, they punted. I just do not remember a punt. I don't really remember either, so I might be wrong. 
but it's so it just I just can't remember that drive. I don't know why. Yeah, I and think... then after that, they're throwing. How long would the field goal have been on the fourth and one where the Raiders? I think very threw long. It deep. Okay, I... but still, they threw it deep. That's such a Raiders play because they want the big play, they want the exciting. But you're not going to catch the Chiefs off guard when the literally the play before was a deep ball to Devontae Anza called back. They got called back, so you're not going to like oh. You know, I like the Raiders were totally expecting to be like, oh, we got him. Like, he's wide open downfield. No, just run the ball. It's been working all day, like you said. Get Pick up one yard. Come on now. That's ridiculous. Yeah, my biggest problem. And is, they had plenty of time. They had plenty of time to keep going yeah, after that. Let's say you don't even run the ball. My problem is that this route had your two best receivers trying to gain either a touchdown with Adams or gain 20 yards with Renfro. Just have, like, slants. Have a tight end. Just make the play designed to gain the first down. That's my big exactly. Play. They were my going play. for a big play just for no reason. <laughs> it made no sense. So that's silly on the Raiders' part, but at least they provided some good entertainment. Yeah, and good job to the Chiefs. We all know the Chiefs are good. Every Never, s- yeah. I feel like every single year there's like a – no one wants to say it, but – there's like a quiet thought that maybe Mahomes will regress because, you know, this or that, and he doesn't have Tyreek Kill and this. Mahomes is not regressing anytime soon, unless he mm-hmm. gets injured. He is not regressing. I think if anything, this year is, is just going to prove to people how dominant Mahomes is because he's not just relying on chucking it deep to Tyreek Hill. He's going to spread that ball around to below average or not Pro Bowl receivers aside from Travis Kelsey, who, by the way, shout out for getting four touchdowns. Yeah. And only 20. You know, guess the record for least amount of yards in a game with four touchdowns before Kelsey. Before Kelsey? Um, 40. No, it was 96. Marvin Harris. Really? Yeah. Now Kelsey got 25 yards and four touchdowns. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous stuff. I feel like I, that's not that crazy, though. You know what I mean? I, think I feel that's... like something like that would have happened before. I feel like that's pretty crazy. No, no, no. It's pretty crazy. Like, obviously, it's very impressive, but like, it's just a tight end thing, you know? It's just a, like, it is, it is a tight end thing, but I, for all the games where random tight ends catch three touchdowns, like, why not a fourth, you know? You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Where like, where like Mo Ali Cox catches three touchdowns in a game or like something like that. Yeah, I know. What Whatever. You're all right, let's do some picks. All right. For week six, starting off with Ravens Giants. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Ravens on this one. Like I said, I think the Giants are fake. I think the Ravens I like. Um, what about you? Um, I agree with the Ravens. I think that the Ravens are just the better team. I think that the Giants might play this game close. I don't think I would say it's a lock that the Ravens destroy the Giants because the Giants just seem to make every game close. But I think the Ravens are going to win this. Mm-hmm. Jaguars, Colts, you know, like you were saying earlier in the podcast, I did really think the Colts were going to be good this year, but just based on everything I've seen this year from both of these teams, one of them has been on and off in the Jaguars. They both come off of really bad losses last week, um, but one has been on and off in the Jaguars. The other one has beat the Chiefs and <laughs> nothing else. So I've just seen more from the Jaguars this year, to be honest. So I'm going to pick the Jaguars. I don't know why. I can't explain to you why. I just think the Colts are going to win. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I would. I was. that was kind of my gut at first as well, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to pick the Jaguars. I just think Especially with no JT, likely, or at least injured. Yeah. I think that the Colts are a... I just look at the Jaguars and I say, I don't trust them. And while I don't necessarily trust the Colts, I just think the Colts have a better team. And 
I would rather choose the Colts in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you can go. All right, Browns, Patriots. I'm taking the Patriot, Patriots in this one. Like I said before, the Patriots beat teams up that are just not strong offensively because they have Bill Belichick as their coach, and he just knows how to scheme def- defensive plays, knows how to beat bad teams, and Jacoby Brissett is not a great quarterback. And I just yeah like, yeah yeah I agree I've got the Patriots I think the defense will get the job done here yeah Bengals Saints I think is a very interesting game who you got it's an interesting game I'm going to take the Bengals because the Bengals are just significantly better um, the Saints don't really have a quarterback Andy Dalton Jameis Winston Taysom Hill I don't really care who you put in they're not like really strong quarterbacks and the Bengals have Joe Burrow they have a really good offense. And yes, while they've been underperforming this year, I still look at this team and I say they should be a very bad Saints team. Yeah, Bengals Saints actually has a very close line, 1.5. At first, I was going to say maybe take the Saints, but I mean, I'm still going to take the Bengals to win the game. Um, I might take the Bengals on the line just because Bengals have a solid defense and could maybe get the job done against a shaky quarterback situation. Okay, Buccaneers Steelers, give me the Steelers. Let's keep going. All right, I'm going to take... You, I mean, just kidding, just kidding. Got the Buccaneers, of course. Um, I do think this game is going to be closer than what it seems. I don't. I don't at all. I think it's the Bucks take this one handily. I think that this is going to be a way closer game than people are going to expect. Why is that? Because I think that Steelers... I think Mike Tomlin's a really good coach, and I don't think Mike Tomlin's going to lose two games in a row by a large amount. The Buccaneers are good, but I haven't seen any time this season where they've genuinely looked explosive and like a explosive team that's willing to destroy a team and just like beat them by a significant amount. And I mean, that's just my logic. Yeah, I, I think the Steelers are pretty bad. And for a few games this year, I was holding on to that. Oh, like you're saying about Mike Tomlin, but no, they're just looking at them aside from the Mike Tomlin fact they're clearly a worse team so Buccaneers I think win handily 49ers versus Falcons 49ers get this win I agree and the 49ers win in this game the 49ers are just a way better team but the Falcons have kept every single game close and I hope to see another game because it's just more fun football when they're close Mm -hmm. all right all right Jets Packers who would have thought that the Jets playing the Packers when they played them in week six they would have the same record but here we are. Um, I'm taking the Packers as well. The Packers lost the game. They shouldn't have lost. Packers don't really lose two in a row, especially with... Matt LaFleur has never lost two straight. There you go. And the Jets are... You know what? They played pretty well last week, but I don't know how sustainable that is. Packers are at home. Going to beat the Jets. It's that simple. Dolph- Vikings versus Dolphins. Very interesting game. Dude, what are you it- thinking? Give me the Dolphins. I watched the Vikings last week, and I said this is a bad team. Last week, I watched the Vikings play the Saints. I said this is a bad team. The week before that, I watched the Vikings play the Lions. I said this is a bad team. And the week before that, I watched the Vikings play the Eagles, and I said this is a bad team. They're 4-1, and one, but I haven't seen them win a quality game since week one. Every single game that they've won feels like it's not that valid. And the Dolphins have won two straight. And even though they might be playing this with the same quarterback that they had last week. The I Dolphins st- have not won two straight. They just got blown I mean, out by the I, Jets. I'm mean, sorry, I meant lost two straight. Lost two straight. Uh-huh. I, I've, yeah, they won three straight and then lost two straight. That's what I meant. Um, 
I think the Dolphins come and they just beat the Vikings by a good amount. You know, you make a really persuasive argument here. I won't lie. I was debating this one, but I'm still going to stick with the Vikings just because as a unit, they just look better. They do end up doing Vikings things and it would make sense to pick. Teddy Bridgewater with the Dolphins is an enticing pick, but I will pick the Vikings just for the sake of competition here. Even though I said I wouldn't, but I had the Vikings initially anyway. Rams versus Panthers. Great game for the Rams to get back on track, have their offense do something. Hopefully they can dominate in what they and how they should and not keep it close. But maybe maybe it'll be close. That'll be sad. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to win this game. But something interesting is that first, like when an interim coach comes in, they tend to do really well their first game. I don't think that that means I'm I'm not going to pick the Panthers over the Rams because the Rams are just a significantly better team and they're a team that's looking to bounce back. But Mm -hmm. I expect this game to be, I expect the Panthers to not look horrible in this game. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Cardinal Seahawks. What are you thinking? I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. I think that the Seahawks are going to come into this game. I think two, two and three teams. I just look at the Cardinals and I say, this team is not that great. I look mm-hmm, at the Seahawks mm-hmm. and I say, this is a disciplined team that is not very talented. And I look at the Cardinals and I say, this is a very talented team that's not disciplined. And I would rather take the not talented team that's disciplined in a game where they're expected to lose. Okay, I'll be taking the Seahawks here if they if the Cardinals are ranked higher. I mean, had a better record, to be honest. But the Cardinals' three losses have come from the Rams the Chiefs, and the Eagles. And I know we said the Rams were not that dominant, but the Chiefs and the Eagles certainly are. The Cardinals are not looking good right now. They know that they need this win, and they're clearly a better and more talented team. They get the job done. Even though it would be fun for the Seahawks to win, I think the Cardinals get the job done here. All right. Now the game of the year, the game yeah. of the season, the game, game of everything, everything, everywhere. Bills How versus this... Chiefs somehow doesn't get Sunday night football. I was about Cowboys, to say Eagles. That is, of course, that's football. the most that's the most NFL thing ever. Cowboys Eagles getting Sunday night football over Bills Chiefs. Like even as Seriously. a like, if I would be upset as a Bears fan if Bears Packers was Sunday night football while Bills Chiefs. Oh, of course. Like even as a Bears um, fan who thinks that Bears Packers is by far the biggest rivalry in the NFL, this game is going to be incredible. It's going to be electric. You have two quarterbacks, two offenses that are dominant, two pretty solid defenses. Rematch of last year's AFC divisional round game, which was one of the best football games I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was electric. I'm excited. I, I it's gonna be okay, cool. so. Who you got? Now tell me who you got. Who do I have? That's a great question. I'm going to take the Chiefs here. I really, really think that the Chiefs are going to come out. I think that the Chiefs are going to – I think that the Bills are going to – a lot of people think that the Bills are going to come out and get revenge for losing last year just by a tiny bit. The Bills are coming to show that they're the number one seed in the AFC, that they're the team to beat. But I think the Chiefs have just proven over and over to be the team to beat, and that's why I picked the Chiefs here. Man, I knew you were going to pick the Chiefs. I knew you were going to pick the Chiefs, and I wanted to pick the Chiefs too. Okay, if you're looking at it as a unit, the Bills have a more talented team, but the Chiefs are just going to find a way to get the job done. Bills actually have a significantly more talented team. Yeah. Pretty really- much every part of the Bills is more talented than the Chiefs, Except aside like, from their quarterback. Like running back. Aside from their quarterback, and sure, whatever. They're all, the running backs are fine, but like Bills have a significantly better defense. Um, 
But I'm still going to pick the Chiefs. And also the Chiefs are at home. If the Bills were at home, then I might consider taking the Bills. But the Chiefs yeah, are at those, home. Those are a big two deal. Of the, even though they're two smaller cities, those are probably two of the craziest fan bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they those two fan bases deserve good football teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Eagles-Cowboys, another good game. I'm going to take the Eagles here. The Cowboys, I think that the Eagles actually win by a lot this game. I think that this is the game where it's evident that the Cowboys are missing Dak Prescott. I think this is the game that you need a quarterback to be able to compete, to be able to play a good game. And Cooper Rush just hasn't shown me that he's able to play a a good football game yet. Like a like a game that they win because of him. I disagree heavily. I think the Cowboys get the win here, not because of Cooper Rush, but because of the Cowboys defense. If you look at the Eagles game so far, they have played subpar defenses to average defenses. The Lions, the Commanders. So Jalen Hurts is going to face his biggest test yet with the Cowboys defense. And I think that the Cowboys are going to get a win here the way that they've been doing it in the other games that they've won. The Cowboys defense is going to, come up big against Jalen Hurts in this game. And I think they pull off a nice upset to give the Eagles their first loss. Nice. All right. I disagree, but we'll see. Chargers, Broncos. I have to pick the Chargers here. This is just... Broncos are a bad team. Until they prove that they can actually have a functional offense, then I'll start picking them. But yep. there's no reason to bank on something miraculous happening. Look, all, all I'm going to say is that Russell Wilson usually never plays a full six, like a good full 16 games. So I have the smallest amount of hope that somehow, some way he is not forever washed. And he's yeah. just Russell Wilson. That'd be like, great. That'd be I great. Tiniest bit of hope, sliver of hope. But in reality, he just, I, there's been nothing, nothing to show me that he's the same old Russell Wilson that we know. And the Chargers are just a really, really talented team. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's talk Bears. Let's talk some Bears football. Let's talk Bears. So first of all, let's talk Bears-Vikings. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with this performance. I, I'm i just actually very happy with how this game ended. I think that Fields played not – I think even after watching the game, I know I look at Bears Twitter and, and all Bears fans are like overreacting to the game, how Fields played so well. But I think he played a really good game. I'm – very happy with the way Fields played. Yeah, I'll be honest. I wasn't able to watch a lot of this game, but he did look good. He looked sharp. Yeah. I think that his decision-making was some of the best he's had all year. And there was like a touchdown that was a very, like, there were a lot of plays that were like, that should have been touchdowns, like to the one play to Darnell Mooney, but like Mustafer got beat right away. And, and Fields had to scramble out. He threw a perfect pass to Mooney at the corner of the end zone. And Harrison Smith is just a good player and pushed him out of I bounds. I that. I saw that, yeah. That was just good football by the Vikings. And honestly, I was very happy with how Fields performed. The offensive line, there were a lot of times where it collapsed, and Fields just looked more composed. He just he seemed like he knew what he was doing more. I can't explain what it was about this game, but when there was pressure up the middle, there were like three times where he just found Cole Komet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like 10 yards. That's great. That's perfect football. And there were even plays like Dante Pettis where he threw like a comeback route where Dante Pettis just dropped it. And that was a good play. And 
you know, the Bears receivers suck and the Bears aren't going to be genuine competitors competitors this year. And that's why them dropping passes like that doesn't really upset me because all I want to see from this season is hope. Yeah, I agree. I want hope. I mean, I'm watching this season for Justin Fields um, and that's about it. I mean, Justin Fields and the rookies and all those young guys. So, yeah, this game definitely did give me a lot of hope. But, man, am I pissed off about that last drive. Um, just cut. Who's the guy? Just someone Amir Smith-Rosette. Amir Smith-Rosette. Just get out of bounds, man. I mean, we've already talked about this a bunch. But just get out of bounds. Don't try to be a hero. I think it was just silly of him. And it's disappointing because I was ready for this to be field signature drive where he goes down and gets a touchdown. I was all pumped up. I was excited. And he was looking great. I mean, he did oh. get sacked and fumbled, <laughs> which – is kind of being forgotten for a little. He got sacked and fumbled and then managed to get a first down on the next play. But it's just sad to see it happen that way. And it is true that there are plenty of circumstances where Fields doesn't go down and throw that last-minute touchdown. But just the fact that we couldn't end up seeing what happens, that the fact that the fate of this game didn't end up being in Justin Fields' hands and ended up being decided by some random wide receiver is just very frustrating. Yeah, it's very frustrating. And also, when I look at this game, it's kind of ironic because you have Amir Smith-Marset, this wide receiver that played for the Vikings, whose two best games last year were against the Bears. He had, I think, like a 52-yard touchdown in week 18 last year against the Bears. And then against the Bears when they played at Soldier Field Monday Night Football, he scored a touchdown that game. He's not a great player. He got released by the Vikings. The Bears signed him. And ironically, he does nothing until the Vikings game where he gets called for block in the back, which, in my opinion, was a bad call. Cameron Dantzler, even after the game, kind of admitted that he flopped. He was like, I was in a big, I think Dantzler said I was in a bad position, so I just, like, put my arms up and flopped, which, I mean, I don't know what's a more, I don't, I don't know in what way you can say more obviously that it was just a bad call. But even so, Amir Smith-Marset should have went out of bounds. He had a clear path out of bounds, and, He tried to do too much, and it's just very upsetting because Fields, this is by far Fields' best game this year, and it's just upsetting to see it end like this, but quite honestly, there were so many different components about this game I loved. I thought he was, he looked more composed. He, like I said, the commencing. That's good, that's good. His passes just seemed more crisp, but most importantly, it was like, I think his running, it just felt good and I feel like he escaped the bad offensive line play like when he got sacked on that drive the left tackle like went to double team the like defensive tackle and let the defensive end run straight in there's no one blocking him they had the defensive end running straight a field unblocked like there's some plays that stuff happens a good five times a game it's so ridiculous where Fields just has one second yeah and what bothers me is you have players like Braxton Jones and Tevin Jenkins who are probably going to be starters on this team hopefully for the future because you know One's a rookie fifth rounder who's playing pretty solid for a rookie fifth rounder. And the other is Tevin Jenkins, who's having a pretty solid season as a guard. And he just became just a newly converted guard. So I look at this offensive line and I say, this offensive line might be bad, but when the Bears are a good team, they're going to have a completely different offensive line, one that's able to hopefully sustain fields and make sure he doesn't get hurt. And that, that's that's my ideal situation. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I hope this offensive line can develop a bit more. Sometimes he has time, other times he doesn't. That's what it is. But it's great to see the development of this team. Yeah, and when I look at this defense, Jill and Judson didn't play, and I think that was a 
big, big, significant thing that just was a big disadvantage for the Bears. He's going to play this week, which is very nice to get him back. But mm-hmm. you have a player like Ju- um, Justin Jefferson, who is the best receiver you're playing all season. He just, I don't think there's a better receiver to play all season. Maybe Tyreek Hill, but I would say Jefferson's better. I would rather play against Tyreek Hill than Justin Jefferson. And uh-huh. you have players like Jalen Jones and Kendall Vildor and our rookie, Kyler Gordon, who, you know what, had a really good game. I'm very happy with how he played. Kyler Gordon, I think it was his best game. But mm-hmm. you can't guard Jefferson like that. You just can't. And when you have, like, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, which just the Bears do, you need mm-hmm. to be strong defensively against the pass. And you can't do that when you don't have just and Jalen Joe Jalen Johnson. I'm very excited for the Bears to play the Vikings again at Soldier Field because I think that the Bears could win that game. And I think that yeah. and let's I, get a win. I think it would be a big game to win, especially a big confidence booster. Something interesting I read. Look, yeah. According to points allowed, the worst the the Bears have only played top fourteen points in uh, top fourteen teams in points allowed. They played like top fourteen defenses. Fields so played the 49ers, the Packers, the Texans, the Giants, and the Vikings. They're all okay. defenses. This week they play the Reds, the Commanders, who are number twenty six. So, so it's a good time. That's a, that's a very good time for. So I think that if Fields. It could turn it on, gain a tiny bit of momentum because when I watch Fields play, his game a lot is a lot about momentum and confidence. And like any rookie quarterback, that's just how it is. But especially on a team with so little talent, Fields needs to have the utmost confidence because he needs to do so much by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because other people aren't helping him. His teammates can't help him because they're not talented enough. Yeah, he's got it. We got to see Fields do this some stuff this season. All right, let's let's move on to the Commanders. Yeah, let's move on to the predictions for the Commanders game. So, um, I don't know who we got. Who we got? I have the Bears. Of course, I have the Bears. What do you think? I know you have the Bears. I, I have the Bears too. I thought about it, and it's like, no, we, we get it done. I think our defense looks pretty good this game. I think we can intercept Carson Wentz for some turnovers, and like you said, our offense will look good. And I'm excited for the game. Something interesting, a few small tidbits about this game. Um, Carson Wentz was limited yesterday and today, and supposedly you could tell there's something like off about his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it now. I would not be shocked if he didn't play. I don't know if okay. that's an advantage because they have Taylor Heineke, who's probably he's just wild, man. He's just wild. Heineke? He's just like uh he's just like a more Carson Wentz version. No, but like Yes, but Carson Wentz throws more. Like, Carson Wentz just, like, has stupider plays. Exactly. Yeah, so does Taylor Heineke, bro. He just throws terrible interceptions. Have you seen him? Yeah, but I think what I... I think that both of them are not great. I don't know who I would rather play. I don't really think it necessarily matters. I'm just... I think that he might not play, which would be interesting. Mm -hmm. But I think Fields has a good game. I think that this offense plays well. You get Jalen Johnson back. Your defense looks pretty solid. I think that the Bears win this game. I think it's a nice momentum boost. And who do the Bears play after this? They go to the Patriots, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather have? Would you rather play Mac Jones or, <coughs> or what's it, Bailey Zappi? 
I think that's what his name is. Bailey's app? Yeah. I'd rather play Mac. I mean, Bailey's app. That's what I would think too, but I don't know how big of a deal. Like, honestly. No, I, it doesn't play a big deal, but I'm just saying I'd rather play the backup than the starter. That's not. <laughs> sure, but I'm saying I don't think that it's necessarily like going to be that big of a deal. Like, oh, okay, fine. No, because they both do the same thing. They're both pretty low-profile quarterbacks. Yeah, and then you have the Cowboys. So the Bears play three tough games after this. Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins. And then I would say yeah. they have three easy games. Lions, Falcons, Bears. So if the Bears could get some momentum going into the streak. Lions, Falcons, who? Lions, Falcons, Jets. Okay. You said Bears. So three beatable. They have The Bears have like patches of like difficult and non-difficult games. They go from like from like Patriots, Bears, um, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins to mm-hmm. Lions, Falcons, Jets to Bears, Eagles, Bills, and then back to Lions. Vikings. You keep saying Bears. You keep Sorry. saying we got to end this podcast. It's too late. It's too late. It is too late. But if the Bears could get some momentum going into that difficult three-game stretch, that would be very critical, very important, especially going getting some momentum playing a team like the Patriots, who you know is going to come out with a strong scheme. You know Bill Belichick is going to come out and make Fields life hell because mm-hmm. that's just what Belichick does. And it sucks, but that's just uh, a reality. Yeah. Okay, okay. I got the Bears. I know you're going to the game on Thursday night, so yeah. I'll see you there. And okay. Bear down. Good talk. Good talk. Bear down, baby.